Hello, and welcome to Boo Covery, where East meets West as we learn from Buddhist psychology how to deal with mental health and health issues. And now your host, Tyler Woods. Hi, this is Tyler Woods. You know, when I die, I don't want to rest in peace. I want to dance in joy. Now, I heard this lyric from a song yesterday, and it happened to be on my mind all day long. And then last night, as I was heading to bed, I repeated those lyrics because they were stuck in my ear like a, uh, a wedgie, you know, I call it a music wedgie. And before bed, and this music wedgie was stuck in my mind, I then checked my Facebook just for a brief moment. And as I was heading to bed, I saw that the man who got me DJing for KMKR uh, radio had a heart attack and his life and his current body ended. Now, I went to his Facebook page and said, thank you, namaste. And I did this because I'm always grateful for the opportunity for every soul I meet, whether it's in passing or forever in this lifetime. So I took a few minutes and I looked at his Facebook and some of the pictures and um, and I realized that for every soul I've ever met, it has offered me something, a chance, a smile, a word, an act of kindness, a look, a mystery. No matter what, every living being that crosses our path has something to offer us in life as well as in death. And yep, a shower thought was formed. Last week, I had my hand on a man's leg, and I was feeling his body breathe in and out. And his wife was there with her hand on his heart, and he was passing. And I looked at her, and I looked at him as he took his very last breath my hand on his leg, I almost felt his soul leave his body because he didn't leave screaming and fighting death. He just gently took his last breath and left his body behind as he went off to a new adventure. And it was as if he knew he was what he was doing and where he was going. He took the invitation to death. And I smiled because he was ready to go and move on to something new and different. Now, I've worked with death for 22 years, and I have had the wonderful opportunity to be with people who lost someone tragically to suicide. And I say it's a wonderful experience because I had the opportunity to sit with people and try to walk the path of grief with them. Now, sometimes they push you off the path. Sometimes they hold you so tightly that you wonder if you'll trip over your own feet. But what I discovered is people love profoundly and deeply. And I learned that people do indeed move on. And it's not easy. 
You see, I was raised in a certain religion that this religion had no respect for death. It was almost a mockery of death and dying. And I have to admit, even as a young child, I remember telling people that I'm going to come back and I'm going to do it over and over, well, until I get it right. That was my hope. I mean, I get that the human body is a beautiful, wonderful entity. And It's not going to go to some celestial waiting room to to wait to be judged and then live in eternity on a bed of clouds. Rather, I believe our soul goes on and on. It does not rest in peace. It dances in joy and moves on because our souls are that mighty. You know, um, Steve Jobs said that death is a destination we all share and no one gets to escape it. Death is always there. It's standing patiently by our side, accompanying us every step we take. And at any moment, we might suddenly lose ourselves to death's embrace. And one thing is certain, we're all going to die. Here's the thing. We don't pay attention to the power that death has upon us, not because we don't care about it. On the contrary, we care so much that the very idea of death scares us to death. No wonder we're doing anything we can to avoid thinking about it. So let's talk about it today. We're all beginning to lose people we love, whether it's a heart attack or COVID or cancer or an accident. See, birth appears to be the beginning and death appears to be the end, but they are not. They are just points on the continuum. Look, none of us knows what's going to happen after death, but I believe if you look deep inside, like deep in your soul, you will know that you've always existed and you always will. Your spirit, it goes on and your soul thrives. If you think back, you'll remember you never felt as if you didn't exist before you were born into this very life. Rather, you felt as if you've always existed and always will. We just need to adjust our thinking about death. It's not the end. And it's hard to think like that because the person we love so dearly we'll never see in that form again. However, Most of us need to believe that they're going to be okay. Did you know there's a benefit in accepting that someday you're going to die? Recognizing your mortality can help you take stock of your life and open your eyes to the opportunity in front of you. Yes, it's true that the death of a loved one can be extremely painful. It can leave a vacuum that can be difficult to fill. Really, it can leave behind a deep wound and a large scar. It's impartial. It doesn't care about race or age or color, nationality, status, creed, religion, denomination, political affiliations or or achievements. It can care less how much money you have or how beautiful you are because death, death is blind. We handle death better when we come to terms that death is not an end. Rather, it's a transition. It's a transformation from one state of life to another. It is the separation 
between body and soul. Now, many people seem to do one of two things, ignore their mortality or torment themselves with it. And here's the thing, though. In order to live well, we must appreciate that we're going to die, yet not let that fact take away from our very present moment. When we appreciate the shortnesses of life and the inevitable end of it, we can better appreciate life itself. We live in balance, so to speak. What the death of a dear friend or family or foes or acquaintances has taught me over the years is that instead of worrying about the shortness of life or being concerned about not having enough time to live, why do we just not get to work? Focus on the quality of our lives, not the how longs, but simply the how. It's not a matter of how long we live, but how we live. It means we might need to have a relationship with our fear and get to know it a little better. I mean, really, one of the highest levels of human wisdom and growth is accepting our mortality and being grateful for the gift of life that will be given back at any second. And the awareness of death, you know, that knowledge that we're going to die eventually, did you ever think it could provide us with a very strong motivation to make sense of time that we do have here? I mean, knowing that others will die should prevent us from taking them for granted. In this way, we give other people's life far more meaning as well as our own life. We tend to see death as the enemy, but our lives would be far less meaningful and appealing were it not for the fact that our life will end. You know, in the end, our deaths are simply one of the things that nature demands. We must continue to examine the meaning of death because death is the central meaning of life. And if death is the enemy that triumphs over us when our life ends, if death is so such a horrible trick of nature that defeats us and our health, then our lives become meaningless. We are more than death. We do, however, have to get used to living and walking on this planet, not being with the person who did move on. I mean, the bottom line is, you're living, then you're dying. It is the nature of our body. So move forward. And when someone you know passes on, let them dance in joy. For now, this is Tyler Wood saying, dance in peace.